This is Daily Energy with Doug Pinter of Anytime Fitness Peoria. We can all take a step toward healthier living, one day at a time, one step at a time, to get you to a healthier place. And we're right here with you. Daily Energy. Morning, everybody. This is Doug Pinter with Daily Energy and Anytime Fitness North Peoria. We got our go-to professional here just staring me down in the studio. <laughs> Jeff, back off. Uh, we got Jeff Bach with Bach Law Offices here downtown. Morning, Jeff. How are you? Yeah, buddy. Uh, I want to give a shout out to the Chamber of Commerce. Uh, played in their golf outing yesterday out at Weaver Ridge. If you haven't been out to Weaver Ridge, tee it up yet. Go see my buddy Clay over there. The golf course is in great shape. The greens were rolling fantastic. Uh, my team and I, Scott Fegley, uh, Jake Turner. Jake had several club tosses yesterday, but we're not going to get into that because he will start texting me here shortly. And then Eric English, I think we shot 14, and Tom Hammerton with OSF and his group uh, won it at 15 under, so congrats, Tom. Uh, but to the chamber and all the staff, they did a fantastic job putting on a great outing. It was a beautiful day, and again, Weaver Ridge is in great shape. So if you're a golfer and you're looking for a place to play over Memorial Day weekend, give Clay, my buddy, a phone call. Get uh, get a tea time in the books. We have a few events to cover. First off, Golden State, big winner last night. Looks like they're struggling even at home against OKC. You watched a little bit of the end of the game there, Bach, and we were talking Westbrook can get to the basket at will. And uh, Stephen Curry, you know, that half quarter back uh, in the season to, to beat OKC. What's your thoughts? You think uh, Golden State can handle business at home? One more game. we got local boy Sean Livingston playing. Well, they go back to OKC on uh, tomorrow night, so I'm thinking that's probably where it's going to oh, end. All right, uh, but but Doug, I mean, you don't win 73 games and not have a chance. You know, obviously, I think they've got a, a chance still. Just a matter of can they make the right adjustments. Wow, <laughs> little coach, did you just you, song and dance me uh, little, around that little, question or little, little adjustments? <laughs> so, uh, what's his name? Uh, Green Draymond, yeah, Dram- suspended. He got his uh, technical, seventh technical in the playoffs. Way to go, Jermon or Draymond, whatever. Way to use your head there. I mean, so he's out. Sean Livingston, uh, sixth man in basketball in the NBA. He'll probably get the start tomorrow night, get the nod from the coach. So let me get this straight. If uh, they go to OKC tomorrow, win that ball game, they come back to Golden State to play? That's a true statement. Uh, with the, with, honestly, with the way Draymond's been playing recently, it might almost be a blessing. You know, that way they don't have to do the, you know, dishonorable thing of benching him. They get to get him out of the lineup. I mean, Durant has been owning him. Yeah. In my, my observation, that is. <laughs> Well, you're really breaking it down for us this morning. What do you think about uh, Cleveland tonight? You think they finish out that series? They're up 3-2. Doug, I was watching SportsCenter this morning, and would you believe that since 2010, LeBron's teams have won a road playoff game in every playoff series, and tonight's their last chance in this well, series. Wonder, so they have to win, Doug. I wonder what the line is on that game. Oh, I'll get that before the end of the show. <laughs> Don't you worry, everybody out there. I get, you're in good hands here. Daily Energy. Go-to professional, Jeff Bach, Bach Law. We're going to discuss some legal matters here in just a little bit. But I do want to uh, bring up a couple of events again. Our Squats for Soldiers happening at Anytime Fitness North Peoria going on Saturday, June 4th. We just got some sweet pieces in. Uh, Walter Payton autographed uh, memorabilia in a shadow box. We have uh, Brett Favre and who's the other guy? Brett uh, uh, Star, 
Aaron Rodgers? No. Shoot. Who's that, Mike? Star, yeah. Oh, Bart Star. Bart Star. Star. Okay, Thank there we you. go. Uh, wonderful canvas. And then we also had uh, uh, Brett Favre was gracious enough to sign a mini helmet for the foundation. So we have those items up for auction right now on Facebook. If you go to Squats for Soldiers, uh, you can check them out and place a bid. Uh, we'll do the bidding on Facebook up until the day of the event, and then we'll round out the live uh, or silent auction, I should say, at the club on Saturday, June 4th. All proceeds benefiting the Children's Hospital of Peoria, Family House of Peoria, as well as the David Blaine uh, Robinson uh, Foundation. So David's a soldier working on getting back on his feet and moving. It's a very inspiring story. Also, um, what do we got here? July 22nd, Frontline Foundation uh, golf outing, uh, 1 o'clock. You're going to be there, Jeff? Absolutely, oh, Doug. I wouldn't miss it. Well, I, I need a sponsorship for hard hats then. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Work with me. And then Ju- <laughs> July 23rd, I know you're involved with the Critton Center downtown here, uh, having a fundraiser, a 5K run, walk, dash, uh, July 23rd at the Levy District. Check, check out details on their website. And the final event I want to bring up, uh, June 29th, Family House Golf Outing. I just got that marked off all day. Sounds like it's going to be a great time. Great time. Two golf outings in one week, almost. I mean, Doug, that's a lot for you. That much golf? I hope my wife isn't listening to this show because I told her I got like meetings and conference calls. You know, don't bother me today. It's a really crazy day at the office. Jeff, how's your son doing? Everything going well? Yeah, Doug. Thanks for asking. Uh, he had his uh, four month appointment yesterday, got some shots, took it like a champ, you know, cried his eyes out, but otherwise, you know, gaining weight, doing well. All right. So today we're going to cover a little bit, uh, about workman's comp, you know, um, I'm not too familiar with this. However, I'm becoming acclimated. Unfortunately, one of my uh, employees was injured while working at Anytime Fitness. Went through uh, Brent Fox, Summer and Associates over in Washington uh, to do the work comp case. It was pretty cut and dry, but uh, I I would imagine some of these uh, other corporations, there's more, um, I don't know, what do you call it? With work comp, uh, nuance. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure they have uh, cases where maybe some people are trying to work the system, or the system's trying to work them. So let's talk a little bit about work comp. Let's uh, let's just dive right into it. Sure. Jeff Bach, Bach, attorney at law. He's our go-to professional covering work comp. So where do we get started here? Obviously, Doug, uh, for to have any work comp case, you'd need an injury, right? And most people think of an injury as a, an acute traumatic thing. You know, you're, um, you're, you're moving a box in the storage room and you slip on a piece of uh, plastic banding on the floor. You hurt yourself, you know, whether that's your knee, your elbow, break a rib, whatever it might be. Um, obviously, the first thing you want to do is make sure you report it to a supervisor, okay? Um, the first way you can lose a work comp case is to have an injury, you know, to, to hurt yourself at work, go home, you know, not think anything of it, and then, you know, a couple weeks later, go to the doctor, get, you know, get some treatment for it. Doctor says, yeah, it's related to the fall you had at work. But if you don't let your employer know that you had a fall or had some kind of accident within 45 days, then you're, you're you know, you're out of luck. 
Um, the other, and that usually comes up more in the context of the um, kind of chronic injuries, you know, your uh, carpal tunnel, something like that, repetitive stress injuries, because, <clears throat> excuse me, usually those those don't have an acute onset. Those don't have an accident date where, you know, you can point to that time you fell at work and that's when your knee started hurting. And then, you know, it turned out you had a torn meniscus, you had some surgery for the to repair the meniscus, you had some therapy, and now you're back at work. But Again, you know, the first thing you'd need is an injury at work. Uh, one thing to consider, of course, is that, um, you know, what we call activities of daily life. So, Doug, it, you know, obviously we all walk around during the day, right? And if you're walking around at work and you just trip and fall and you don't know why and there's really no reason that it's related to work, you know, you may find yourself out of luck because that's an activity of daily life, okay? And, and any time you have a work-related injury, you have to prove you're at a greater risk for that injury than the general population would be, you know, just walking around the the house or something like that, right? So uh, that's, you know, the first consideration is making sure that you have an injury, making sure it was work-related, uh, and then, of course, you have to make sure that it was, um, you know, in the course of your employment. So, you know, let's say that you're out on your lunch hour and something happens then, well, you know, maybe that's not in the course of your employment. I mean, all these things are very fact-specific, which is why I, of course, recommend that anybody who's got any thoughts or any questions about whether or not these are an injury at work is a compensable injury. Just call me. We can sit down, talk to them. Obviously, uh, the term free consultation is just thrown around with reckless abandon these days. But, of course, we, we provide those. And, um, you know, work comp and personal injury cases are both uh, contingency fee cases. These are the, the famous no no payment till you win. Any costs, any, any court costs, any medical record costs, any expert costs, those all uh, are paid for by us. And then we're, we're reimbursed from any uh, settlement we receive. So, uh, again, you know, you want to have a work-related injury, and then you want to make sure that you document that work-related injury as soon as possible with not only your employer, but with a medical professional. So, Jeff, that's a good point. I, you know, the first thing when I was notified about my employee getting injured is to write down exactly what happened, have the other staff that's at the club sign off on it, that that's factual, just for our records. Uh, But how many cases do you see where they're like, oh, man, I didn't file a claim outside that 45 days is there any way to go back and kind of retrace the steps to build a case or is it just hey uh tough luck couple couple ways you might be able to approach that again these those are usually uh the situations you're describing there are usually the repetitive stress situations somebody has carpal tunnel um you know they take some leave from work to have surgery they come back and then they say oh you know this was uh, this was related to work and the employer says why well, I, I didn't know anything about this uh and that's where you run into a problem so there's a couple ways around that um notice uh, if there's no notice whatsoever, then you really are out of luck. But there's uh, a real, um, a lot of leeway uh, if there's even um, constructive notice. Anytime we're, we're, you know, using a legal fiction, we, we use the term constructive because what it means is, okay, there wasn't explicit notice. Nobody came to you and said, Doug, I hurt myself. But for example, an employee may have uh, may have come up to you and said, oh, you know, uh, so-and-so hasn't been in work for a couple weeks. He's having surgery for carpal tunnel. And now you at least know that that's... You know, whether or not you believe that's a work-related injury, you at least know that that's what, uh, that's what's going on. So that's what's called constructive notice. You've got some idea. And at that point, then you, uh, the employer has to prove that they were prejudiced by lack of notice, meaning, you know, that something affected their rights. Okay. And then the other way to do it is to, a lot of times, you know, if you've got something, uh, like a back injury, for example, um, you may have a back injury that, you know, flared up in May. 
the person went went to see the doctor, did some treatment for it, did some physical therapy. Now they're back at work, and then they they flare it up again in like let's say August. Okay, so if you have a second accident, then sometimes you can you can get around not having notice on the first by having notice on the second, and then claiming that the the injury, the second accident, um, was an aggravation of that injury. And if you needed you know more treatment for that, you can get around it that way. But those are those are your two best bets, really. Man. You are just dropping some knowledge oh. here this morning. I mean, what time did you get up? Do you rehearse this? Because you're <laughs> killing it. I mean, uh, uh, so good points that you make. Uh, make sure that you're taking notes on what has happened. Inform your employer. Uh, make sure you know your rights. Get a hold of my buddy Jeff Bach, Bach Law, downtown here. Uh, and when he says free consultation, I, I agree. Everyone throws that term around there loosely. But when I came down and revisited my will, I think we spoke about that last time you were on the show. Uh, I mean, that was just, you answered a ton of my questions, uh, cleared up my picture of what I, my expectations were, and then you uh, you set me up with what I needed uh, on that. And I would assume the same would happen when people come in to visit with you uh, on work comp. How many calls a day do you get about work comp? Are you guys that? You, you know, Doug, it's, I would... I would guess maybe we take in two to three new cases a week. It just, it all depends. You know, the, um, the good calls you get where you know it's a, a, a slam dunk type case and certainly, uh, you want to make sure that you get those filed right away. Other times, you know, you get cases with questionable facts and you want to do a little bit more investigation to see if there really is something there because obviously you don't want to waste the other person's time and get their expectations high when you figure out, oh, you know, actually, I'm not sure we can prove notice and that's going to be a problem for us. But yeah, I would say on average, we take in about two to three cases and certainly people call and, uh, I mean, honestly, if there's, if it sounds like there's even a chance there's a case, I'll, I'll see if they want to come in and just sit down and meet and we can get all the facts and, you know, we can have a conversation like what we're having right now where i try to give them a, a good idea of what's going to happen and you know what the maybe the pitfalls are and what the you know strong points of the case so are. you yeah you can let them know hey you have a solid case here or hey unfortunately you know maybe some of these tips that you are providing they did not follow and uh it'll be that much tougher to prove in court, right? Absolutely. And Doug, obviously it's human nature. You know, when we get, when we get hurt, I don't think anybody wants to believe, Oh, you know, I'm really seriously injured. I think we all want to hope that, you know, if you sleep it off, maybe give it a couple days of rest, ice it, take some aspirin or whatever you take, that it'll go away. And that's, um, and, and even when you have those cases where somebody's tried to kind of let it heal on its own and it just doesn't, as long as you go in and you make a clear record, you know, it's, it's always the employee's obligation to go in and explain very clearly to the doctor um, that, that, that this happened as a result of a fall at work or an accident at work. Just be very clear as to why it happened, how it happened, when the symptoms started, what they were, you know, what the what the relation is to the the accident, and then um, you know what you really want is hopefully the doctor will write all that down, put it in a medical record, and then you've got a clear record going forward. Because as we know, uh, Doug, from telling you know telling stories, our oral histories might be slightly different from stuff that we write down because over time. You know, details get lost or things get forgotten or misplaced or, or switched around with another time. Uh, if you have a medical record, though, where it's all written down very cleanly and clearly, then it really does help both sides to, to know, you know, what actually happened. I can't even remember how I got here this morning. Exactly, Doug. I think you took your, your scooter, maybe? Your Vespa? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I See? did a sick bunny hop at Main <laughs> Street and University. Gosh dang, how did I forget that? I mean, I had some onlookers there. Uh, so, and, and I agree if, uh, you know, everyone, uh, unfortunately, um, 
if you take a funny step, you tweak something, you just kind of shake it off. You go, that's no big deal. Maybe a week goes by and then all of a sudden you really have some serious issues. If you're anything like my wife, you're going to hop on WebMD and diagnose yourself. <laughs> Does that count? Does WebMD just make in your notes and then print that page, screenshot it? If, if you print it out and write down what happened on there, it's just as good as the medical record. <laughs> that was off the record, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, all right, let's mix it up a little bit. All right, so that's Workman's Comp, Jeff Bach, Bach Law. Give him a call if you feel like uh, you're in need of his service, if anything might have happened at work. Uh, lifting boxes. I know when my mom was uh, the head of the Walmart distribution center up in Spring Valley, uh, there were cases daily uh, lifting large, heavy items, tweaking backs, knees, shoulders, things of that nature. And uh, that was uh, oh, a daily occurrence up there, possibly. You know, I don't want to misspeak, but it was frequent because people are lar- lifting large, uh, bulky items. So that's just one scenario. I mean, uh, so if you you feel like uh, you did something, you need some advice, see if you have a case, give my buddy Jeff, uh, Jeff Bach, a call. Bach Law Offices, let's uh, talk a little bit about Memorial Day weekend coming yeah, let's up do here. It, uh, what do you got on the docket? What are you guys up to? Tomorrow, uh, I'm my wife is going to go to Chicago and see Beyonce in concert, so she's really excited about that. If she has a ticket open up, let me know oh. because... Holy smoke. That that would be your dream, Doug. I told her. I was like, he's going to be heartbroken when he hears about this this morning. She just laughed. She's that kind of person, Doug. I'm really sorry. Uh, and I, of course, jumped on the opportunity to have you know a night to myself, even if it means taking care of my infant child, because then I'll be able to watch my basketball in peace. And oh man, yeah, it'll it'll be nice for me too. We're going to have a good time, me and me and Ben together. And then uh, Sunday morning, I'm throwing him in the car. We're going to drop uh, drop him off at her mom's place, and then we're going to the Cubs game on Sunday. So who are the Cubs playing this uh, weekend? The Phillies. Phillies. Gosh, I. I mean, I can't believe I just asked that question. I'm a Cardinal fan, Doug. That's the sad part is I, I have to know all this stuff for my wife. Huh. Well, how'd that treat you? Uh, the Cubs beating you not guys. Not very too well. Out, not very well. No, not well. No. Not well. No. Huh. Well, you're giving me an awkward look right now, and I'm still, I'm still starstruck by you dropping Beyonce's just, name up in here this morning. It's just a ring on it. Broken. <laughs> <laughs> Jake Turner. Jake. Heart. We both know Jake's up. He's got Beyonce playing on YouTube right now, just dancing up in his window up there. On the 19th floor, you know? Unbelievable. Looking down at all the peasants below like he would do. I mean. He's probably got four cups of coffee on his desk, creatine, protein, everything. You think he's working, though? I mean, this is a Friday. He's a financial planner. I mean, I guess he had he played golf with you yesterday, so he probably does have to work today. He was taking a ton of calls yesterday. I believe it. Business is booming. Little little buy, 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 sell, 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 hold, 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 that kind of stuff. Then he'd swing, throw his club back on the phone. (laughs) Uh, Here comes the old putter toss. (laughs) I think he, well, I won't get into that because right now he's probably mumbling things. But uh, what are you doing on Memorial Day to uh, an observance of all of our soldiers and everyone out there, thank you for serving our country, all that you sacrificed, the men and women keeping us safe and sound here in the States. Greatly appreciate it. What are you doing on Memorial Day? Well, I know uh, we're going to be traveling, but uh, my grandpa is a veteran, and he, um, his, well, I mean, I guess he was cremated, so I guess I don't know what the proper word for that is. Uh, his, uh, the site of his cremation remains. I will be probably going there putting some flowers on the grave to honor grandpa. But, yeah, I mean, otherwise doing the, you know, American dream. I mean, hopefully spending some time outside, hopefully, uh, you know, hanging out with family. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe, you know, having, you know, duels or two and then, you know, kind of, kind of relaxing and just trying to appreciate, you know, 
everything that, uh, that the, the soldiers did for us. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. It's supposed to be a decent weekend after these storms get through here. Uh, you sent me a text last night. You want to talk about PI. I said private investigator. You said no Magnum PI. So I watched the whole series last night of him flying around in his chopper and I don't even, uh, I couldn't follow the show very long. So, uh, let's cover a little bit of the, the PI side. If you want to break that down for our audience and sure. then let's uh, cover that for a few minutes here. Sure. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, typically most people think of a PI as an auto accident and that is probably the majority of cases. The other ways you could have a personal injury. And I mean, there's a lot, but uh, the other big categories are kind of slip and falls. You know, if you're at, uh, either outside someplace where they have an, an obligation to keep the walk clear for you or you're in some inside some place and you encounter water where water really shouldn't be. Um, those, those are the big ones. And then we also have, um, we do a little bit of medical malpractice, but, you know, truthfully, those are very complicated cases that, you know, are really, uh, just an order of magnitude more difficult than, uh, auto accident cases are because, you know, to, to prove a med mal case, you have to have another doctor say that there's, uh, that the doctor you're talking about deviated from the standard of care. And those are difficult cases. And then we, we've seen a couple, um, you know, far, I guess pharmaceutical malpractice where people have been given the wrong medication. I mean, I had a gentleman that happened to, uh, maybe three or four years ago and he, I mean, he took the wrong medication and he was having these seizures and he had to drive for his job and it ended up being a big deal because, you know, the doctor told him, hey, I don't, I, you know, I think that the wrong medication was doing this, but until we know for sure, I don't really think you should be driving. And that, you know, caused a great uh, bit of stress on him because, you know, he had to drive for his job. And so um, the long story short is when somebody, um, you know, when somebody gives you the wrong prescription, there may be liability there too, but it all is going to depend. I mean, all situations are fact dependent, but uh, on an, a typical auto accident case, somebody else causes an accident, you know, either a rear ender, uh, turns left when they shouldn't be turning left, maybe runs a red light, maybe changes lanes when they shouldn't, something like that. Um, and of course, the first thing you want to do is always call the police. So the police show up and document that, right? I'm, I'm talking about, let's say you just got in an accident two seconds ago. Well, if you've got your wits about you, you know, if you're okay, if you, I'm running. Well, that, that too. I mean, obviously, Doug, you know, I mean, I'm just straight running. You're a fitness guy. So, I mean, <laughs> clearly the temporary plates you have on your, your truck would, would never catch up to you. But I'll run 30 feet, then I get winded. <laughs> They'll catch me. Um, but so, uh, let's say you're just in an auto accident. This happened to me about five years ago. Somebody turned left in front of me. So airbag went off. First thing I do is, you know, check all about it. Okay. I'm alive. You know, I'm not bleeding. I don't see any major injury. So you get out. First thing you want to do, grab your cell phone, uh, call the police. And I mean, if the other driver looks to be in bad shape, you know, the, the truth is if, unless you're a medical professional, you probably can't do anything for him anyway. So really the best thing to do in almost all situations is call the police right away. Cause that'll get the medical attention there right away. Get the police there right away. Police will come in, do a report. They'll interview both drivers. They'll usually issue citations and whoever gets the citation typically is the person who's at fault. Not always, you know, sometimes yeah. the police get it wrong, but uh, that's typically how we know who's, who's at fault in an accident. You want to make sure if you're having any pain, any symptoms, anything, even if you're just shook up, you go to the hospital, get examined. I'll tell you the truth. Um, you know, I, I, I mean, AMT is a great company and they do a lot for this community. But honestly, it, unless you're really in bad shape, you probably don't need an ambulance. That's a thousand dollar basically taxi ride to the hospital. I mean, if you're in bad shape, obviously you need the ambulance. I just took one of those a couple, uh, maybe a couple months ago. For bad reasons or for fun? It's bad reasons. Oh, that's, I'm sorry to hear that, Doug. So <laughs> you, you, you know about that then and you got the bill and you were like, huh, 
Yeah, yeah, that was. Huh, uh, I had no I idea. Should have taken a limo. Well, I'm pretty Would much have saved me about nine hundred <laughs> yeah, bucks. Exactly. So um, obviously, if you if you're in bad shape, you know you, that's what you do. But otherwise, uh, if you can get to the hospital, otherwise, just show up in an emergency room or prompt care is fine. You know, OSF has prompt care, or I don't know. Uh, Whatever their their prompt care is, the kind of, you know, you can go in whenever you want but don't have to go to the emergency room. Just make a record, right? And then depending on on what you find out there, if you find out that you need further uh, follow-up treatment, they'll they'll point you in the right direction. If it's more just a lot of times you end up with what's called a lumbar or cervical sprain strain, which means you don't have any broken bones. It just means you have some back or neck pain. You know, we have muscles in our neck and the back. I'm sure you know this from your your fitness that, you know, if, if they get torn, then that's what a sprain or strain is ligament is strain i believe and muscle or sorry ligament is sprain and muscles are strain um and and you know a lot of times that's what you'll be diagnosed with and at that point usually you have two options you know you'll have a physical therapy option or you have a chiropractic option i mean i personally believe in chiropractor i know there are plenty of people out there that think it's you know not not helpful or they don't understand why it works all i can tell you is it does work for me works for me well that's what i mean everybody's different some people do better with physical therapy some people do better with chiro and most of the time as long as you're still treating for that first accident and we're talking about you know a good uh, couple months after that you can if if you try one and it doesn't work you can try the other one most of the time and still be able to have that covered i had a uh, slight fender bender oh maybe a year or so ago i mean i was stopped someone rear-ended me maybe doing 15 mile an hour And, uh, I didn't file anything, you know, um, obviously with the insurance and whatnot I did, but about a month or two went by and man, I, my lower back was bothering me. I've had a problem from a a previous car wreck, had a little whiplash. My left hip was out by over, I think an inch. Dr. Kelch had a line life, North Peoria. He's one of our go-to pros here on the show. Uh, but he's like, yeah, that small of an accident really caused some lingering effects. So, uh, I like your advice. Get get a hold of the police. Have them come out. Get a, a report filed. Once they file that report, that gives you, the attorney, a little bit more meat and potatoes to work with and, and align the case up, correct? Absolutely. And then I would say, I mean, uh, obviously, Doug, this is self-serving and I wouldn't be saying it otherwise, but I'd say get into the attorney right away because I can set up with your own insurance. Most people have medical payments coverage, which allows if they don't have health insurance or if their health health insurance has co-pays or something like that, we can get a claim going with their own insurance that'll pay for their medical bills in the short term. So they're not sitting out there ruining the credit. They're not getting these calls saying, hey, when is this bill going to get paid? Because, you know, the other insurance company will tell you if it's if it's their driver's fault that they'll pay for everything and they will but they don't pay as they go. They pay at the end. You know, yeah. you finish treating, you submit what you want to them, you say, this is how much it'll take to make me happy, and they'll pay, you know, some some amount of money at the end based on your medical bills. But again, in the short term, I can help you set up a claim uh, with your own insurance to get those bills paid. I can work with the other insurance company to make sure uh, that they're, uh, there's, they're leaving you alone. The number one biggest thing, don't talk to the other insurance company. Your own insurance company, if you call in and report an accident, you're obligated, usually per the terms of your policy, to cooperate with them and give them a statement. But that's not going to be used against you. Uh, the other insurance company, the one who's, whose driver hit you, all you can do is say bad things. Because if you say the right things, if you, if you get it down perfectly, you're not able to use that later on and say, oh, you know, I said this all along. It's only if you say the wrong thing and then you go back and say, well, actually, no, I had back pain. I just didn't feel it at the time. Well, sir, you know, do you expect us to believe that you didn't have back pain a day after the accident and now a week later you do? So, again, don't ever talk to the other insurance company. Your own insurance company, 100%, absolutely. But don't ever talk to the other insurance company. Get them in. Uh, get in to see me. 
We'll set everything up. You know, we'll monitor your treatment, make sure you're getting the treatment you need, make sure you're getting referrals to people like Dr. Kelch if that's where you want to go or to physical therapy if that's where you want to go. And then we'll, uh, once you're done treating, we'll take care of the, the claim for you, make sure you get uh, everything you're entitled to and, and all that good stuff. I think sometimes you guys get a bad rap like ambulance chasers. We've heard that. But I mean, you're dr- what you just went through is going to save these individuals a headache while they're dealing with, you know, their day-to-day activities and just functioning. Uh, so, yeah, Jeff Bach, Bach Lofts is downtown here. Uh, we covered a little bit about workman's comp, do's and don'ts of that. If you feel like you might have strained or tweaked something at work, make sure you're documenting that. Have other employees around you sign off on that. Inform your boss. Make sure they go through the proper protocol on that. And then the PEI, you know, just be smart about it. Get on the phone after an accident and have the police there. Um, have them file the report and then, uh, turn it over to my buddy, Jeff, uh, Bach with Bach Loft says he'll be able to guide you through the rest of the process. And that's that, you know, the point you make about paying the bills in the interim until the final, I know when my car wreck happened until things were settled, it was well over, I'm wanting to say two years. So, I mean, uh, and you have to refer back to the records because, I don't remember what I did two years ago. So, yeah, have an accurate depiction of what, what went down uh, realistically and, and get a hold of my buddy Jeff Bach. He'll, he'll shoot you straight on it whether uh, you have something or you don't. And uh, he'll just put it on the table for you and let you decide. So Jeff Bach, Bach Lofts is downtown here. Jeff, I appreciate your time this morning. Hope you get outside. You got an early Friday today or... Uh, we're going to try. We're going to try. We're going to see. You know, there's some stuff that's a little bit in flux right now. But, you know, Doug, I, I imagine we'll find some time this afternoon to have a little bit of fun. All right. Everyone, this is Doug Pinter with Daily Energy North Peoria. My buddy Jeff Bach with Bach Lofts says we want to give a huge shout out to all of our men and women serving our country with Memorial Day coming up. Be safe. Be uh, around friends and family. And if you see soldiers out there, make sure you take time to thank them for their services and their sacrifices, not just soldiers but their family members as well as they sacrifice a lot as well doug pinner daily energy anytime fitness north peoria with my buddy jeff bach bach law offices have a great weekend everybody thanks doug peorialife.com